Good morning. Welcome to Morning Prayers. Please stand as you are able for a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Chapel Psalter. We will read responsively from Psalm 45 by full verse, found on page 23. My heart is stirring with a noble song. Let me recite what I have fashioned for the king. My tongue shall be the pen of a skilled writer. Strap your sword upon your thigh, O mighty warrior, in your pride and in your majesty. Your right hand will show you marvelous things. Your arrows are very sharp, O mighty warrior. The peoples are falling at your feet, and the king's enemies are losing heart. Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your realm. You love righteousness and hate iniquity. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of of your hands. You may take your seats. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for getting up. (laughs) So my um, subject for today is belonging at Harvard. 
Um, and I want to just read very briefly from the letter to the Colossians, chapter 3, verses 11 to 14. It goes like this. Here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. As most of you know, our president, Drew Faust, has commissioned a university-wide task force on inclusion and belonging. The presidential charge delivered to the committee under the title From Diversity to Belonging states, quote, that a community that draws on the widest possible pool of talent, one that fully embraces individuals from varied backgrounds, cultures, races, identities, life experiences, perspectives, beliefs and values, is a more just community. It is also an environment in which learning, creativity and discovery can flourish. Harvard aspires to be such a place. Diversity, inclusion and belonging are not incidental concerns. They're fundamental to Harvard's mission and identity. The charge goes on to state, quote, that across and within its 12 schools, Harvard offers its students, faculty and staff many different experiential pathways, but also elements of a common culture. And it asks, what are the defining characteristics of Harvard's common culture? That is, what is the lived experience of diversity, inclusion, empowerment and belonging among students, staff and faculty? How can we transform that culture? to achieve not just inclusion, but full belonging and empowerment for all the members of our community. Now that question got me thinking, what does belonging to or at Harvard mean for all the members of the Harvard community? Students, staff and faculty. What does belonging to anything mean? I can easily see why people want to come to Harvard connect with Harvard, network at Harvard, exploit the corporate brand of Harvard, boast of being at Harvard, revel in the prestige of Harvard, or even make money from Harvard credentialing. But what about belonging at Harvard? I can easily see how diversity and inclusion are vital parts of belonging, but I can also see that the belonging word resonates with something even deeper in the human condition. You know that when someone says to you, as they have to me every so often, quote, you know, I feel that I really belong here, that they're talking about something more than diversity and inclusion, though obviously not less than that. In the Christian tradition, belonging is often interpreted as being part of the church, the body of Christ, which is characterized by equal value before God and commitment to the values of the kingdom which in the passage we read together from Colossians focus on compassion, kindness, humility, forgiveness, and love. So to belong in this Christian sense is to become part of a collective body of mutually dependent people of equal value who commit to a community value statement rooted in the values we've just read. Now, even divinity school deans can sometimes be realists. So I know from 40 years experience of academic life that academic communities are not always exemplars of humility, kindness, forgiveness, and love. <laughs> Even Harvard. 
Rather, the commodities that we most value are smartness, intelligence, innovation, competitiveness, success. So back to belonging. Although we are in a church, Harvard is not a church and should not be one. But here is my stab at the five most important aspects of belonging, which may be rooted in faith traditions, but don't have to be. So each one of these five will take an hour or two, so we'll, <laughs> we'll be fine. First, that to which we belong, not just affiliated with, should have some morally compelling reason for its existence beyond the exercise of privilege, cultural power, and the generation of resources for material comfort. I call this the ethical component of belonging. Second, belonging to an institution, as with belonging to a family, involves the acceptance of our own frailties and those of others in a spirit of generosity and mutual forbearance, even when we fiercely disagree with and irritate one another. There is no belonging without self-acceptance. In the words of Sarah uh, Brannock, quote, it doesn't matter whom you love or where you move from or to, you always take yourself with you. If you don't know who you are or if you've forgotten or misplaced her, then you'll always feel as if you don't belong anywhere. And I call this the human component of belonging. Thirdly, we cannot belong anywhere where we know people in our community are being humiliated or diminished or treated with disrespect. Desmond Tutu calls this Ubuntu, a South African word. And he, he, he writes, a person with Ubuntu is open and available to others, affirming of others, doesn't feel threatened that others are able and good and smart. For he or she has a proper self-assurance that comes from knowing that he or she belongs in a greater whole and is diminished when others are humiliated or diminished or when others are tortured or oppressed. So I call this the social justice component of belonging. Fourthly, a true sense of belonging comes only with a sense that our deepest longing for belonging is shared by everyone. Our deepest longing for belonging is shared by everyone. F. Scott Fitzgerald writes that, quote, that that is part of the beauty of all literature. You discover that your longings are really universal longings and you're not lonely and isolated from anyone. You belong in that sense. So that quote is not only about the importance of belonging, but it's also a ringing endorsement of why the arts and humanities matter at Harvard, just as much as the big battalions of science and technology, which at their best are also informed by the same values. So I call this the universal longing of belonging. Finally, we can't belong anywhere if we don't want to belong and take on the responsibility and commitment of belonging. As long as we're content to stand aloof from community with a critical spirit of detachment and disengagement, we will never really belong. We may achieve a kind of smug self-satisfaction that way, but we will never discover the warmth of heart and spirit that true belonging brings. I call this the responsible component of belonging. So belonging is a powerful word. It resonates with self-acceptance, with community, with a sense of home, of somehow being where we're meant to be and where we can flourish individually and corporately. Belonging is deeply ethical. It's transformatively human. It's connected to social justice. It's rooted in a universal longing, which we all share, 
and it's something which every one of us must take responsibility for. Belonging is a beautiful word. It's worth striving for. It should be who we are. Please join me in praying the Lord's Prayer found on the back of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Please stand as you are able for the singing of hymn number 313 found in the Crimson Memorial Church hymnal. Keep you in your going out and in your coming in from this time on and forevermore. 
Amen. Amen.